Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Two's Company podcast. I am joined, being Joppo that I am, as always, by my friend, co-host, and resident Fajor of the Physique Collective, Ryan Harkam. Hello, you sexy fuckers. And we have a special guest today in the form of <gasps> she is bodacious she is bombastic she is bionic she is the resident biomechanic of the physique corrective she is holly the savage davage <laughs> hello there i hope i can live up to that introduction uh, i missed i missed these intros <laughs> yeah I was actually wondering, because I know we intros that you like that every week. I was like, how is he going to intro me? I hope it's God. <laughs> I started off with bodacious, and then I just had to think of words that began with B after that off the top of my head. What was the second one again? Bombastic. Is that, I don't even know what that means. Me neither. But I mean, <laughs> it's like, isn't it like, like really fucking cool and suave? Like, Mr. Oh, there you Bombastic. go. I only know it because me. I watched this show and it was like these two guys and one was like bodacious bar and bombastic bob. Ooh. I like no, it. I like a good alliteration. Yeah, I'm 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 here for a bit of alliteration. Holly, the savage, yeah. how are we today? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Uh Kirkham, how are you? You can talk first. I'm fucking great. Yeah, I feel pretty good too. In two hours' time, I'm gonna be sitting back in my fucking car. Yeah, you're getting it today. Because it is oh, wow. ready. Oh, it God. is ready. It's I've so I've owned this car for seven weeks. It's Has been, it been in that garage. long. Yeah, it's been in the oh. garage for four of them. That's crazy. They've, they've had it longer than I have. What was that what, what was wrong with it? Um. So the main fault was a fuel pressure sensor. That was the main issue. Um. But while they had it apart, I was like, "Right, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this?" So now it's like completely up to scratch. Mm. So cool. yeah. That's... So we get a drive round on it next week. <laughs> yeah. Would you, I next, trust... ne- next Saturday, all of us will be like, can I have a go? Yeah. Yeah. Dad, yeah, Holly, go. You can, yeah, uh, yeah. Holly, you can drive it. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, how have both your weeks been? I feel like I've got a quite a comedic story to tell, but I need to be respectful and ask how your weeks are first. My week is probably going to be less interesting than yours. Yours sounds quite exciting. So I didn't have much going on this week. I am going to Stoke-on-Trent tomorrow, very excitingly, because I'm going on a site visit to the Royal Stoke Hospital, which Mm. for those who don't know is my full-time job. And I've never been to Stoke Hospital before. So that's my exciting uh, Mm. trip of the week. I I just assumed everyone would know who you are and what you do, Holly. I I should have actually asked you to introduce yourself. I am a scientist. But she she is a scientist, (laughs) people. All right. All right, before you want to fuck around, okay? <laughs> Don't mess with me. She will well, science she's, you the shit up. She's she's far too intellectual for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> um, how was my week? I was. I'm, I feel like I'm about to go quite dark with this story, but it's actually quite comedic. Hit us with it. Yeah, yeah. I was watching a bit of stand up earlier, and I was like, God, stand up's quite dark and comedic, isn't it? I feel like that's a that's a good trait to have. Um. So I was at my, and wait for the, dun, dun, dun. I was at my auntie's funeral on Monday. Yep, everybody feels sorry for me. Send in your love letters. Um, I was at my auntie's funeral on uh, Monday. And uh, so 
I had the pleasure of reading the eulogy as I did at my godfather's funeral the week before. Um, and one of the things I started doing during the eulogy is turning it into some sort of stand-up comedy <laughs> because oh, <God. laughs> because that's that was like wow I'll try and make people laugh or cry then that's a nice thing to do um so I was like cracking jokes during the eulogy but then I'd fall back into a very emotional uh line uh so that had people laughing and crying and I think some people are like I don't know whether I should be laughing um got through the funeral and after the funeral this this old dearest come up to me uh you know very very stereotypical old lady gray hair glasses lovely flowery dress and she she came up to me very very short she tapped me on the elbow and she said Jordan is, is is that you and uh so I'm thinking in my head I'm not saying this out loud clearly I'm thinking in my head who the fuck is this bitch I don't know who this woman is and I'm like uh yeah yeah, yeah it's me yeah, yeah yeah and she goes do you recognize me again I'm in my head I'm like haven't got a fucking clue who you are um my like, oh no sorry no I don't don't she goes oh I'm your auntie Maureen and then instantly I'm like I don't have a fucking anti Maureen, so <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, sorry, Maureen, I don't, I don't recognise you." She's like, "Oh, I was Auntie Meg's uh, next door neighbour for sixty years." I was like, "Oh, so you're not my fucking Auntie Maureen?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but bless her, she, uh, she's now taken on the role of Auntie. Apparently, so uh, I, I gained an Auntie at this funeral, which is super entertaining. Mate, uh, get written into the will. Yeah, I mean, shit, it's, it's another chunk of money I'm writing myself into, so you can't get it wrong, yeah. really. Um, <laughs> um, but Pat, she was so lovely. She, uh, this is to go into the nice part now, not the not the not the sick part. Um, and she was like, "Oh yeah, she used to. Your auntie Meg used to pop over the fence and be like, oh, our Jordan's coming up today to see me,' and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 our Jordan's coming up to you know wine and dine you so he can steal your will when you die oh <laughs> <laughs> um, jordan's coming up next week <laughs> yeah yeah your jordan is coming up next week literally <laughs> full on <laughs> that reminds me i actually need to message the man of heads on beds which is the name of the company i think we're, we're staying with uh to sort out our check-in time oh yeah did i not tell you in the email Mm, well it's 3 p.m but i need to figure out how we need to Quite get the keys to get into the place yeah usually there's like a lockbox oh. yeah they usually they usually give you all instructions and there'll be a little like little lockbox with a key mm. in and everything well i'm gonna plan on and here we listen to this i'm gonna go see jake and sim a few hours before because it's only 40 minutes from my work so if either of you want to come up early not literally come up early <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe come drive. down early <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come in your lamb like, vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> um holly you uh you did us a massive favor today and you put out a question box i did put out a question box. would you like to to share with with the group you know hi i'm holly and, and i'm a scientist um would you like to share with the group what questions were asked yes i will so are we going to go deep first or are we going to go lighthearted first you randomize as you wish hol Okay, let's go with. We go with your one first. So your for your one first was the first thing you thought of when you met both myself and Kirkham. Honest, honest. I would have be honest, but I think oh, this um, is a good one. I think oh, what happened? Oh yeah, there wasn't enough words that I could type in. I would have had to send. You needed the second. eyes emoji and the like the winky tongue emoji as well. So they were very important to the question. So you couldn't take I'm them away to add the B. 
I'm an emoji style messenger. I feel like it gets my point across better. It, it can change an entire sentence depending yeah, on the emoji. Yeah, right, 100%. Well, if I... it's, yeah, it's it's simulating, like, whether you're being sarky, funny, you know, or yeah. Yeah. Do you know, in a mood. Do you know who someone who is an emoji messenger is Dean? So I messaged Dean yesterday and asked him a question. I actually sent it over five messages. So that probably pissed him off. <laughs> um, and he was like, five messages, he's like, five messages for one question, sir. Don't push it. And he put no emojis. And I was like, I feel like that's sarcastic, but you haven't put any emojis. And now I feel really bad. <laughs> well, it's very disconcerting when people don't have emojis. My favorite emoji is the upside down smiley one because it can mean anything. Like oh, it, it can, can mean, mean anything. Cheeky, yeah. It can mean I'm joking. It can mean I'm sarcastic. It, it has so many uses. What would you say is your most used emoji? Oh, God. It's probably either the upside down one or like the diagonal laughing face. I feel like that's a bit diagonal less, co- less oh, commercial. Yeah. Less commercial to a laughing face when it's when it's a bit diagonal. Kirkham, is yours the aubergine? I'm just I'm just about to have a look. The aubergine or the rocket? We use the rocket a lot in this group. Yeah, you're quite a rocket emoji. You I do like, like a rocket. Yeah, because it means like it's it's literally like just skyrocketing. Whether it's your progress, whether that's a good night out, whether it's taking off. Literally, everything's taken off. I think my most common one is probably this. <laughs> is that to all the replies you get on your WhatsApp? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. So, Sent it sorry to the wrong for, the, house. for the listeners. Obviously, can't see that. That was the hand over the face. Yeah. Jogging. Face um, palm emoji. That is probably my um, most common one. Mine... I do like a handshake as well. Do you? oh, I don't use the yeah. handshake one much. I do like the handshake. My most common one you is know... the smiley face. Like, yeah, the little cute one. You know the one where he's blowing out a bit of steam, like foo, like oh. he's like. that's a good one um so holly you're on the you're on the hot spot here (laughs) sorry for the massive tangent okay so i think it's it's gonna be hard with kirkham because i actually when did we first actually meet each other i can't remember like the exact was it fit expo or was there was it before tinder 2020 it, it, it probably was it would have been something to do with the Physique Collective, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because I think obviously... we did used to follow each other before that. Yeah. Yes, we did. But we never met. No, we never met. But I think we knew of each other. And then yeah. we must... I think it must have been... Was it Fit Expo 2021 when I met everyone else? Yeah, it must have been some sort of fit. It, it would have been something to do with the Physique Collective, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. I can't remember that I'm useless with shit like that. Yeah, I was very overwhelmed that day because that was the day I was like, oh my God, I wonder if they're going to take me out of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think my first, like, I th- to be fair, I think a first impression of you is usually quite an accurate one, would you say, Joppo? Like, I think when you meet you, you see you're like, you know, a gentle giant and you're very friendly and you talk to everyone and you're outgoing and, you know, you're easy to get along with, which is like what you are. So I don't think I had anything, any preconceptions of you that weren't correct or that ended up being wrong you know um I would say the first time I met Kirkham was a similar thing I think I told him this on like the first episode he was very um approachable yeah yeah Yeah. but now obviously because we've known each other for a while now it's get to the point where like I know if 
any of us need anything from you you'll be there if any of us are in trouble or any of us ring you at 4am like you would drop everything and be like I'm on my way which is like reliable yeah very reliable and very like generous and like with your time as well as everything else so that was what I would think of you but like I don't remember thinking anything like negative at all to be honest I think everything was quite positive no juicy goss bigger than I was expecting yeah, yeah, you're like, wow, you're bigger in person. Yeah, yeah now, now you're just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you after? <laughs> some more clean kill. I'll tell you later. Yeah, <laughs> pending. Yeah, I'll get some more clean kill. <laughs> um, and with Joppo, so Joppo, I feel like I've known since the Carbcast days. So I remember, like, you always submitting the questions, being like, oh, this guy is kind of funny, but also he's probably a bit of a fanboy because he was, like, always showing up to every single episode. But to be fair, I was listening to them all as well, but I don't think I ever submitted a question. So I was like, oh, he's he's a bit of a fanboy of of Joe and Christian, um, but he seems kind of funny. (laughs) No, we we know none of us do. (laughs) Joe, we're sorry. Don't drop it. uh so then i think it was the first time i met you the first session november um that, no december? it was december was it the 5th holly to be exact come on december come on. the 5th but no, I, actually, I never 10th sorry 10th i never met you before that i don't know because it's so hard on instagram because you feel like you know someone yeah. from I, following um, them we met briefly while you were on prep at fitex fitex yeah. yes oh yes i do remember that i do remember that because we you came over to the stall yes yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's it yeah, yeah so obviously yeah. we didn't really talk much then um but yeah I don't I don't think I had any like too much preconception of you other than I thought you were quite like excitable and spontaneous and quite like what I like what I said to you before at the last session I was like there's something very mature but also very childish about you when I said that <laughs> which I think perfectly perfect encapsulates <laughs> it's literally encapsulates who you are because you're like you're mature when you need to be about like your morals and your integrity and your thoughts but you can be childish and juvenile about yeah. silly things which I quite like because I'm like that quite a lot I, I don't well. I try I think that's a really accurate representation of how it's, I maybe perceive myself is, as well. It's so accurate. It's it is, isn't it? <laughs> because my mum always calls me an old man, uh, which is completely true. Um, but I'm also completely childish at the same time as well. Yeah. Like with like my behaviour. Like I'd, I'd yeah. fart and find it hilarious. <laughs> well, I, you know. <laughs> I think like potentially like me and Jop are probably like, he should be my age and I should be his age. Yeah. <laughs> We said, I think you said that before. I said this yeah, yeah. before, yeah. Well, that's, no, that's, um, that's that's the mantra: grow, grow yeah. old, not up. I think that's yeah. the way to go, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I was actually walking home from the gym today, and I was like, "How old am I?" And I was like, 27. I was like, "Oh, 27. I was like, "Man, I feel like 19." Oh, 27. <laughs> I was, was just like, I just feel young. so like young, and um, I don't know. You know what's really word. depressing about that? Go on, bro. So I'm 15 years older than you. Yeah, that's not that much. Technically, biologically, you could be my I dad. could probably be your dad. You could that's be my so dad. My, my dad had me <laughs> at the age of 19. So there you go. That's crazy. Mental. This yeah. is well, this is where the, my whole nickname came from anyway. Because I'm yeah, daddy. Daddy. old enough to be Leon's dad. Yeah. I halt to throw the question right back at you. I'm trying not to knock this table as well, so it doesn't interrupt the audio. Um, my, I would say you are way funnier, and again, perhaps childish yet mature at the same time than 
what your Instagram shows off, which I think I've told you before. Um, yes. I think, which is why when we did the Get to Know Holly podcast for the Physique Collective, which should be out very soon, um, I think that's one of the things I said is you're actually, uh, you you get the chance to really show off your funny side in very social situations because you are quite a comedic person. Yeah, I feel like I'm not necessarily someone who throws jokes all the time, but I think because I find so much humour in other people and life, then I laugh and it kind of is, is kind of um infectious to other people because yeah. I just yeah, find yeah, yeah. I can find the like the simplest situations hilarious. So I feel like that kind of energy is quite infectious. But I wouldn't say I'm someone who's like a stand-up comedian who likes cracking jokes because that's not really my thing. No, um, but it's hard like playful then. Yeah. When yeah. when you are on social media and you're promoting a business, it's hard to find a nice balance between like being yourself but also being like, but I'm also serious and I'm good at what I do, yeah. you know. So yeah. to like find that balance. Yeah. I, I think that's a very good term, Jop. I think you yeah. nailed it on the head. Playful. Yeah, I, I think there's like, I'd say there's like, there's layers to Holly. Yes. On, <laughs> like an on, onion. On first, you know, on sort of first instinct, you kind of think, mm, you know, intelligent, fairly quiet, but yeah. does like a chat. Does, but she then does once, like a chat. Once, once, you get, once you delve into there, it's exactly that. She's actually really fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and it's funny because we're, and I love uh, hearing about the blonde store, like the blonde <laughs> leaving my suitcase, especially leaving there. a suitcase in an airport like that is a fucking winner. <laughs> there was that's how I keep you on your toes because you think I'm smart, but I'm actually yeah. have a lot of dumb blonde moments. Yeah. You're pretending to be smart. You're yeah. actually stupid. I'm a complete imposter. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I remember saying to Kerry Bullock, and it was actually the the first time I would have properly met you, which was was sort of December time. Uh, when we were at Joe's and we were being in the car and um, I think I said to Kerry, I was like, is Holly ever um, uh, indulged in one of these evenings before? Um, And she was like, no. And I was like, what do you think she'll be like and how do you think she'll uh, approach it? Or what will the result be of the night for her? And she was like, I really just hope she like relaxes and has fun. And we can guarantee Holly did relax and have fun. And now, now she is in the most elite WhatsApp chat in the world. I know. As soon as I joined, I was like, Joe, add me to the group chat. I need to be in it. <laughs> I get severe FOMO. <laughs> um, but we, we, I mean, we are very, we're very grateful to have a, an incredible uh, group of friends. Uh, and if they're, if they're not all listening to this, then uh, they can be booted out of the WhatsApp. Speaking group. of Brad's question, Brad's question, which wasn't really a question, says mission control nine days until lift off, and then the rocket emoji. Of course. Um, the rocket emoji is an accurate representation of what will be <laughs> happening on that evening. Did, did he follow it up with the salute? No, not this time. Just oh, simple. Brad's letting us down because Brad's just known for his salute, isn't he? He also does the moon face emoji a lot. Yeah, I do oh, love the moon yeah. face. Yeah. 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 The salute in the moon face. That's very true. Very, You're very true. So um, are you guys ready for liftoff? Holly, first of all, are you ready for liftoff in nine days' time? I hope so. By then, hopefully, I will be. <laughs> I get anxious. Nothing to be anxious about, Hull. All you're going to do is just feel amazing for six I want. I just want the hot tub and the karaoke. Like, oh. I, know, I know you guys, like, I probably told you before that I used to sing when I was younger. But, like, I think if I get a hold of that karaoke machine... Like that would be that would be my night. Like, just love it. I'm the just thing is, will be in the karaoke room on her own, just yeah, singing. <laughs> just singing to myself. <laughs> if you crack out like a, a Disney Channel original song, I'm there. Oh, I'm anything. There. Oh, I I know all the Disney songs. Like, do any of High School Musical? Uh, yeah, I've I've got this. Or oh, any musical you want, really. Because I, I used to do musical theatre. 
when I was younger. The the combination of that. Can you imagine listening to that High School Musical songs live and a hot tub. What yeah. more could you ask? Exactly. And the Secret Garden, whatever that is. Yeah, isn't there some secret? Everyone's listening to this game. Yeah, the... right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Hidden Garden. The yeah, Hidden Garden. And they said there's a, a surprise on the first floor. A or something. Surprise room. Yeah. yeah. What do you I reckon it's going to be? Could I hope it's lots of bean bags, like oh, lots of bean bags. Could you imagine? Yeah, that'd be sick. An indoor cinema would be lit. Yeah, that'd be class. That'd be class for the end of the night, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know what else it could be, like a games room, but I feel like there is already a games room. Maybe. Oh, a home cinema. Would be... I can't remember the artillery. No, <laughs> no, I can't remember it either. All I know is it is an absolute bargain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, Holly, do you want to move on to your next question? Yes. Um, this is from MediformSouth.uk, which is actually Joe. Who could he, that be? He chose the wrong <laughs> account. He says, uh, give me one quote that inspires you. Oh. Ooh. I have mine. I have mine I live by all the time. Okay, Holly, go for it. My one, you'll probably won't be surprised. So my favorite one is a true master is an eternal student. Was... Sorry, can you say that again? I was just saying goodbye to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a true master is an eternal student. That's uh, one I like to live by. True master is an eternal. So basically, that you never stop learning. Never stop learning. If you want to be a master at anything, you need to keep going, keep Always learning. Always be a student. Be open it. to new things and be open to being wrong. That's what makes a good scientist as well as to change your views based on what you've learned, not being dogmatic about anything. In case you're ever thinking about pursuing Scientology, Kirkham, as um <laughs> very different to being a scientist, I might add. Yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of any quotes. I live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I know what it is. We're here for a good time, not a long time. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I do like that. I think. <laughs> no, your favorite, what? Your favorite quote is In Adelphi, we trust. In, Ad- in Adelphi, <laughs> we trust. Do you trust In Adelphi? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I would say, uh, I'm just trying to think now. Uh, I think one that comes to the top of my head, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it definitely pops in my head first. It is Do what you did to get to the top to stay on top, which I think is uh, basically the work you put in to get to where you are, you must continuously basically not step off the gas necessarily, Mm -hmm. which I think is an interesting one. I don't know if it's my favourite, but I also don't have many quotes to remember off the top of my head. To elaborate on that, though, I think sometimes it's good to let your foot off the gas. I completely agree. Appreciate what you have actually built. Yeah. Rather maybe, than constantly seeking improvements. Yeah. The the bit I would maybe take from it um, to push the quote then would be the aspect of don't let your maybe level of service drop. You know, the effort you put into, say, say from a coaching point of view, the effort you put into a client when you have two clients might be the same when you have over 50. You know, those clients are still getting the same attention as they did when you only had two of them. So you're still putting the same work in when you're at the bottom than when you're at the top or whatever. Mm. But I also agree with what you're saying that once you've got to a point where you're maybe really satisfied with the level of, you know, business or or even just your bodybuilding endeavors, maybe whatever, um, that you can step off the gas because you actually have worked hard enough to get to there to maybe actually go, oh, I can relax a bit. 
Yeah, I don't think it's a case of stepping off the gas, but it's just appreciating like how far you've come. Yeah, because I think we always just we always want more, we always want better, we always want. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes it's like you take a little look back, like look where you were like two years ago to where you are now. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh fuck, I've done really well for the last two years. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, actually, to think. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Fucking Al Kirkham, you're not just a hunk of meat, are you? Well, you know, I come out with the occasional fucking (laughs) useful bit of knowledge. I'd be interested to hear what Joe's favourite quote is. Yeah, we should ask him back. Yeah. he um, Joe's very, very um, much indulgent in poetry. I don't know if any of you knew. Hmm. He, li- yeah. he likes all the kind of um, philosophy aspect of things. Yeah, well, he? he sent me some poetry the other week, which was very romantic, and I bought him a nice steak dinner afterwards. Um, oh. I didn't really. Polly, <laughs> 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 next question. Throw it uh, at us. <laughs> this is Brad taking a dig at me. Oh. Let's start and comp. How many miles will Holly's car total in a year? Twenty pounds says less than one point five k. Holly, do you to want to tell fair, the story of what you did yesterday with your shopping? Okay, so basically, guys, um, my work made me get a car, uh, because I have to have a car. So I finally got a car, <clears throat> and it's a pink Toyota Aygo, and it's very cute. Um, and it sits outside my house, and I'm terrified to drive it, even though I've had my license for three and a half years. Um, but I've never driven in the UK and I've never driven on a motorway. So like, you know, you have to give me some benefit of the doubt there. Anyway, so I booked to have my driving test, not test, lesson done again, like a refresher, which is pathetic, I know. Um, and I, I wouldn't even drive it at the beginning. She was like, right, let's get in, let's drive. And I was just like, like no, like I'm just not driving it. Uh, so she had to drive us to a very quiet residential area. I was terrified, but I ended up driving very, very slowly around the roads and then I ended up in the end being able to drive home. So that was a positive. But since then, it was about two weeks ago. I haven't driven the car since. Uh, and yesterday I needed to go to Aldi and it's all the way downhill on the way there and all the way uphill on the way back. So I had to walk all the way down to Aldi, get my shopping. I was going to get a taxi back, but then I realized I was being silly because like I, I had I could I could hold it. So I held a huge shop shopping bag, like bursting full of stuff all the way uphill, about 20 minutes back to my house. And I had to stop several times to take breaks because I was so exhausted. But like, honestly, that was more favorable to me than driving the car. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just terrified. I don't know. It's just like, you know, when you have like a mental block about something and I'm like, I am the only person in the world that can't drive a car. Like, I just can't do it. Like, even though I passed my test, even though I drove it the other day, I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. How many miles has your car done since you've had it? Like just that lesson, so whatever yeah. you do in an hour. The, okay. the delivery miles. <laughs> yeah. No more than so when 1. I got the car. 5K. I bought the car and it only had six thousand miles on it, so it was quite good to start off with. When Obviously, she comes got to delivery. sell it. When she comes to sell it, it'll have three thousand miles on it. <laughs> yeah, less less than when I bought it. <laughs> I think you need to weigh up the the potential opportunity to earn twenty pound here, Holly. Um, however. Would you, in petrol, overspend what Brad is willing to give you for this bet? This is what you need to consider. Well, one, what's 1.5k in miles? Uh, definitely it, more than 20 quid, so. It's not really? 1.5k? It's two two, two kilometres to a mile. I think, I think he's saying 1.5k oh, miles. miles. Ignore me. So just, let's, just say, let's just say like a mile and a half. I think he's meaning 1.5k miles. 
any year. Okay. Oh, okay. So yes, that's right. what. Yeah, sorry, that's why yeah. I assumed he meant to. Yeah. So he's betting twenty pounds that I'll do less than one point five k in a year, which is I think he would win that. To be fair. Right. You need to. <laughs> You need to do over it then, Hall, I'm afraid. I just need someone to sit. I just need a supervisor. Like, I, I wish I could have someone to just sat with me while I drove. They don't have to say anything. They well, just have to sit there. Just ring Kirkham at 3 a.m. Yeah, Kirkham, you come and sit reliable. with me. What I'll do, I'll, I'll buy you a blow-up doll. <laughs> we'll put it in the passenger seat. <laughs> and then you can feel like you've got someone there. And what we can do, have... we, can put, we can put a voice box in it. Yeah. So squeeze the hand. And it can be like, come on, Holly, you can do this. Like, all encouraging. Words of encouragement. What we should do is record a podcast, Kirkham, of just us going, that's it, Holly. First gear, well done. Okay, second gear now. Yes, great stuff, Holly. Turn left at the junction. Mirror, signal maneuver. <laughs> yeah, I think that will need to be... See, I, I feel like I'm the kind of person that I, if I want to do something, I'll do it. But it's just when I have this block and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know how to drive a car. And the thing is, this car is automatic. So like even several times when I really should have stalled, it never stalled. So it is much easier. And it has a reverse camera. And I set it up so it's like foolproof to drive this car, like idiot <laughs> hollyproof. <laughs> but um, yeah, I need to get over that because it's sitting outside my house for no reason. And the driver, driving instructor told me that if I don't keep driving every so often, like the engine Something happens to the engine, so you need well, to like the, the battery will get flat. Yeah, so I need to take it out. So I haven't taken it out in a while. So your car will atrophy. No, don't tell me that. What if it atrophies when I'm driving it? <laughs> and then it'll be the size of a Hot Wheels car by the end of the year. Yeah, it's so little. It's only a four seat here. <laughs> well, speaking of, my other question was about what's your opinion on people having eyelashes on their cars? Oh, well. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give gonna give you my advice here. Give me my solid point. There okay. are people in this world that are meant to be leaders, to lead the pack, <laughs> to approach things with strength, dignity, and courage. And they're just not those people. <laughs> yeah, they do not have eyelashes on their car. Do you know what? I feel like I don't really I haven't decorated myself at all because I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't have a tattoo. It, like in our group even um well, that's, yeah, that's you your birthday you. present sorted out next time around yeah Get a tattoo. but i need to like pimp my life in some way so i was like what better way to do it than putting eyelashes on my pink car so no. she her name's fliss by the way and i think it would suit her fliss filthy fliss filthy fliss feisty fliss i think oh, we I... could find a better way to pimp it yeah like what like a, a bumper sticker but no. everyone... uh, let's black Spoiler. out the windows Oh yeah. You got the windows cool. blacked out. Have you got black yeah. alloys, Hole? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not black alloys. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is how little I know about cars, yeah. So when I got my driving test, it was January of 2020, just before lockdown. Uh, and I sat down with the instructor. He could tell I could tell he didn't like me from the beginning. Um oh. and he asked me what car I drove. And I <laughs> yeah. I told him I drove a normal car because I had no <laughs> idea what make it was. What car do you drive? One with wheels. <laughs> you know, the ones with the steering wheel and the gear stick. They're great, they are. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, eyelashes on the car. I mean, it's a no from me. Unless, like I said, you don't want to be a leader. In which case, go for it. 
So what would you say, what kind of car would a leader drive and how would he modify it? A Fiat 500 with black alloy wheels. <laughs> how convenient. I wonder who drives that. <laughs> to be fair, when I, first passed my, when I first passed my driving test, I had a Fiat Punto. It was very bad, though. It was a terrible car, and but it was really cheap. And my dad was like, look, George, it's probably best you don't drive around in that because it's quite dangerous. And I was like, right, okay. So he's like, why don't you get one on finance? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get something cheap. I was only 18 at the time. So I, £120 a month got myself a cheeky fiat 500 but this is the big but here convertible might i add Ooh. but to really add some masculinity to it had black alloy wheels wow i know top dog or what like <laughs> i said there's people that are meant to be leaders so my <laughs> gear stick has pink on it too so <laughs> you're a leader <laughs> Jason, what was your first car you guys wouldn't even heard of it. It was an Austin Metro. No, never heard of it. It was awful. Oh, I thought you were going to hit me with like a Nissan Micra. No, no, it was a, it's worse. Well, it's probably on par as a Nissan Micra. God, so, and it was, it was my mum's car. Then my sister had it. And then mm. I think it came back to my mum and then I had it. And it wasn't good. It was not good. Oh. But back in them days, it was 10 quid to fill it up. 10 quid? 10 quid to fill a whole what? tank. Yep. That's near enough like what mine was costing like near the end of lockdown. Do you remember in lockdown when everything was just so cheap? Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. My tank to fill up was like £25 at one point. I was oh like, God. what? Mad. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, to answer Brad's question, Hole, you're probably going to owe him 20 quid, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lose that. And it's a no with the eyelashes. And it's a no with the eyelashes. <laughs> okay. I have a, a very risque question from your other half, Ryan. Oh, I love Ooh. a risque question. So Tony, the lovely Tony, says, What is the most unusual the most unusual place that naked activity has taken place? <laughs> <laughs> that is, Tony, so, that is so her. Question. She's such a fucking nympho. <laughs> I feel like I love that about I feel like I just need to sit Tony aside next time I'm with her and just have a chat. <laughs> what about her naked activities? Yeah. I love this sort of stuff. I love the raunchiness. Um, when she says naked activities, like can like yeah, anything hot. It cannot be anything or is that a euphemism or like, and, anything anything as long as you're naked. Oh, as long as anything. you're naked. Um I'm gonna have a little think. So if any of you two can think of something off the top of your head, you go for it. Eric, can you think of anything? Um, so the most, <laughs> what, sorry, what was it? The most unusual place for had naked activity. That naked activity has. Here comes like, oh, it happens once a month at least. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Which one do I choose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, God, there's just been so many. <laughs> you can see the. Uh, but it's weird, isn't it? Because to me, no. it's not completely fucking normal. <laughs> Bro, it's normal what to me. Is? Don't you worry. You, if, you if share. You're have, if you're going to have sex in the back of the car, you're going to have sex in the back of the car. Like, it's completely fucking normal. Like, um... Um, naked activities. I actually have to think now because, yeah, like, like, I've what had. Defines unusual. Like, I don't know if I've maybe been naked, but I've had done stuff without being naked. Yeah. 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 See, that, that throws a spanner into the works then. Well, all right. Just narrow it down to any form of sexual activity. 
Because <laughs> yeah. I've also not had sex with a lot of people, but I've done stuff with a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So does that? What? Well, that that would count. Anything. Okay. All right. Any okay. All right. I just need to refine my search engine. Here, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put the filters on. <laughs> um, I feel like I've got maybe a few off the top of my head. Oh, go on. Um, let me just let me let me just think. Let me just think. I'm just trying to think if I'd want to share them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, should I ask this because I don't know what to say. It. <laughs> um, bum bum. I'm like trying to go back in time <laughs> in my head. Um, so when I was 15, 15, um, my partner at the time or high school girlfriend at the time, uh, it was an evening. It was a cold Monday night in Tewkesbury. The rain was falling and, uh, we were just outside the council offices. I don't know why, but that was the location of choice. And, um, uh, one would say that I was dry humping her up against the tree <laughs> continuously for a very long time. <laughs> I was going to dry humping. <laughs> Do you remember them days? Yeah, <laughs> the sexual <laughs> frustration of a teenager. I don't remember them days. <laughs> it was far too long ago. <laughs> that would be my first one. I wouldn't say it's the most crunchy. Um, so one of you two might have to jump in while I continuously refine my search engine. Who's next? Kirkham, you go next. Um, well, I've already said about the back of the car. Okay. Um, uh, oh God, I'm trying to think. I feel like I've got some. I mean, them... I mean, do, like you know, do, do you count like Joe and Jazzy's bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I, was, I was waiting for you to bring it up. Yeah. I see, like... I was I, like, I felt like that one was too obvious. Um, Joe's like, Joe's like, I'm, like, Joe's like I'm trying to delve it. back into my past. Joe's um, listening to I'm sure Tony, I mean, no, actually, she wouldn't be bothered because we all have a fucking past anyway. I'm trying to, like, give an example of potentially back in the day as well. Um, I remember, like, uh, I think I was, yeah, I was late 20s oh. uh, in a pub. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a similar one. <laughs> I have a... want to actually a... share what happened? I need details here. Go on. What you want me to go? Yeah, I want to. I don't uh, want to just know, know it was in a deep. pub. Oh, I want okay. to know what took well, place. This, in this, this, this gets really bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, bro, um, you know when I upload the podcast, I have the option of selecting like explicit or not explicit. So you don't worry about that. Okay, right. So <laughs> this particular night, sorry, Tony, cover your ears. Um, <laughs> no, she'll be fine anyway. We've all yeah, got. Yeah, she'll love it. Actually, um, might turn her on a bit. So yeah, yeah, she'll probably be like, don't you go into the pub tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um oh dear. Right, so this particular night, um, it was a mate's birthday. We'd all been out, we'd all out in fancy dress. Oh yeah. And it was it was 70s and 80s, right? And I had these flary flowery trousers with a matching waistcoat mm. and a big fucking afro, and it was the nuts. Okay. And um, we'd been down the sports club and we got absolutely levered like you do in your 20s. Um, anyway, so my mate whose birthday it was, his missus had a mate who was out as well. And she, her husband owned a pub in Royston. Okay. I'm not going to use specifics um, because you'll, you'll know why in a minute where this story goes. 
But anyway, so after we'd all been out, we'd all been to the club as well that was in Royston, which was called Fat Jacks. And then after that, we um this said person invited us all back to the pub to carry on drinking. Okay. So it was like, right, cool. So this pub's kind of divided into two areas. So we were all sat in one side, like having a drink and everything. And then you had to walk through to the other side to get to the toilets. Um, so I was just like, I got up and went for a pee. And as I just finished, I'm just walking out the door. This woman who took us back to the pub was like, oh, I'd come to give you a hand. Oh. And I was like, oh, you're too late. Anyway, <laughs> one thing led to another. And we're just on the other side of the pub. Obviously, everyone is over the other side. And um, we're having sex on the table. No. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it gets better. Her oh. husband was upstairs asleep. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. Jesus. You're a home wrecker. No, <laughs> home wrecker. <laughs> wow. Yeah, That's so mean. yeah, that was um... I wasn't expecting the full Monty. I was expecting maybe a cup and feel, but no. Straight <sighs> on the table. <sighs> Feel a bit a bit blushed now. <laughs> Holly, do you want to share with the group? Well, mine is a bit Whoa. different. <laughs> so the, the one that's most unusual that I can think of is I went on a date with on like the Royal Air Force base. Okay. With uh one of the Air Force guys, whatever. What do you call them? Are they they're not so his name like Royal Navy? Captain, Captain Jack Smith or something? His name he, he was from Texas. It was like obviously an American Air Force. Yeah, uh, in, like, in, uh his name was Austin and he was from Texas, which is like <laughs> original. Yeah, it's his brother called Dallas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but actually, it was very funny because I went. the The reason why I met them is I had housemates at the time in Cambridge, and they were having a barbecue, and they were like, "Really, like we didn't really get along these housemates and me because they thought I was boring and they were always on the piss." They brought over these guys, and I thought they were going to be like whatever. And I looked at them, I saw the most like gorgeous man I'd ever seen in my life, and obviously he was American. He was like from the Air Force, so I was like obsessed. Um, so then that night. I kissed him but then we went up to my room and then he basically asked me could his friends join in oh <laughs> like he was like oh I just have two buddies downstairs do you mind if they join us and I was like no I'd rather not <laughs> so I, I said no um but then I still went I went to the Air Force base the next week and went on a date with him um and his friends are around but I like I think he was like trying to test the water again but obviously it didn't happen but we went went bowling in like this this it was like it was like you're in a mini America. So okay. everything's in dollars. There's like a 7-Eleven. Uh we went cosmic bowling, all this kind of stuff. So that was that was a nice date. But then after that, I was like, you know what? I don't think this is for me because I don't I don't want to be offered foursomes and threesomes every time I go see someone. The the evening that he tried to invite his friends, yeah. Did you two indulge just the two of you? Um, not fully. Okay. Like Partly, not fully. Thank um, you for sharing with the group. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> By the invitations. <laughs> You've gone to second base. 
<laughs> guys, guys, I met this Navy boy. Gosh. <laughs> no, we did the next time. Then. <laughs> Weird Navy boys wanting their friends to join in. Eh? It, but like, it's, it's such a stereotype, but they, they fulfill their stereotype. When everyone's like, oh, you know, they all do it with each other because they're all alone oh. together. But it's like, it's true, obviously, because yeah. at the first sight of a woman, they're like, you know, it would be great if my friends joined in. <laughs> my bro with a penis. Yeah. <laughs> I also see that in action. My Cambridge days, even though Cambridge is quite boring, was probably the time when I had the maddest experiences of dating. I had another guy who basically like uh he like sought me out at the gym and wanted to basically poach me. And he went on a date with me and he was very like he had a lot of money basically. Um and I wasn't interested after that. He offered me First of all, 10 grand to go on a second date with him, which I said no to. And then he offered me 20 grand to go to Dubai with him as to basically be his sex doll, which obviously I didn't want to do. So I refused. And then he he was, he would message me for months and months and months after and like try and show up at the gym or like message me or like DM me on Instagram and everything. Um, yeah, he was very odd. So that was a strange experience as well. I would have been cashing them checks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I told my mom and my mom was like, you would think about it, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Make it fucking 19. Yeah. But, like, that's not free money, that 20K. Like, you're going to no, have you've to work, work for it, for it haven't you? I-, I just wasn't, didn't know if I was prepared to work for that for, with him, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair, Hole. You know what, Hole? You're better than that. I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I am. You. Um, I don't know if I have, like, a raunchy one, but I reckon I have, like, two <laughs> interesting ones. Go on. Okay, so I was on... This actually reminds me of last episode. Was it Kirkham? Was it last episode or the episode before where I talk about my two uh, friends? One, I think it was the one before, wasn't it? The IB okay. situation. Same holiday, right? Same holiday with my two friends. One of them lost their virginity um, at this pool party in Ayanapa. So the first day we're there, we go to this beach party. And so there's eight of us in our group. And my two friends... Um, I'll name their names because they won't listen to this. Uh, my two friends, Alex and Nay. I want to say, um, were trying to chat up this Scottish girl, um, really good looking girl, loads of tattoos. Um, and they were trying to chat her up and they were, they were doing an appalling job because you know, when you can see someone's not interested and you're like this, this bird is, she's not having any of their chat. Right. And, um, so I, <laughs> so I decided to walk over and, uh, I swoop in and I, <laughs> as she's not talking to them, I go, Oh, sorry about my friends. They, they can be a bit annoying sometimes. And she's like, oh, nice to meet you. Like, what's your name? And was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm Jordan. She was like, oh, Jordan, do you want to sit next to me on the bus while we go to the beach party? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I ended up sitting next to this girl on the bus, Um, swooped in, you know, stole, stole my two friends. <laughs> girl. Um, And we got to this beach party. Mr. Steel, girl. Yeah, this, yeah, God, this was... um. This was one direction to steal my girl at the time. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then we're at this beach party. And then she had a friend who um, I would say I wasn't particularly attracted to. But my one of my friends clearly was. So then he starts cracking on with her friend. So I'm with this one girl and we're dancing and we're kissing and all that jazz on this, at this beach party. And you think it's the best thing ever because you're 18 years old and you think you're in love because you met this girl on Iron Apple holiday, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and my one friend's cracking on with this other girl. And then my other friend is cracking on with their friend who I also wasn't attracted to. And so they're like doing their thing. And then we're all like, yeah, let's all go back together. That'd be great. Blah, 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 blah. So we go to get on the bus and these three girls get on 
And I want to say what one of my friends dropped their phone or realized they left their phone behind. So they get on this bus and they're all like, um, how can I politely say this? Fair game, as the kids would say, um, to rock and roll into the early hours of the morning. And um, we like pick up this phone and then the bus driver shuts the doors and like starts driving away and we're all in this mad panic like no we were gonna get a bang (laughs) (laughs) but however the story continues there is a sequel to the story uh on the tuesday the following day we were also at a party where in the ayanapa strip i was on stage with my friend and these two random girls and they were doing like these weird like party games and basically these girls had to slap us around the face as hard as possible and see which one had the hardest slap and then we alternatively had to slap them on the ass as hard as possible and see which one had the hardest slap so we're on stage doing this thing and um i get off stage and there's the girl that i met the night before i was like oh it's you and she's like oh my god i just watched you get slapped on stage and blah 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 and um and then one thing led to another we had a few drinks um and then i walked her back to hers because i'm like here we go this is the second chance like this lightning is about to strike twice um and we get back to the apartment her friend walks in i'm like cool it's fine i waited out she goes i'm going to the toilet and i start chatting to her friend i'm like you know what's life like back home like do you have a partner what's your hobbies and then it's like an hour later and I'm like, yo, where the fuck is this girl? And then uh, I walk into the bedroom only to see that lightning did not strike again because she was passed out on the floor. And uh, oh, no. my <laughs> opportunity to oh, make dear. love to a beautiful woman had been halted. Um she herself. Yeah, this is what happens when you have to show interest in someone's friends, you know? You cock <laughs> fall asleep yeah. on their bedroom floor. Um no, um and then i have another story this one's a little bit more raunchy tony so i hope i live up to uh expectations here i'm 16 or 17 i want to say 17 and we're at this madhouse party before the first year of sixth form so yeah i would have been the 17 and we're at this house party and there's this new girl who's from italy there and i was very drunk so i don't know how i i managed it but um (laughs) We were on the sofa and I somehow managed to start talking to her. And then she came up with, yeah, I've been watching you all week at school. And like, you, I just thought, God, that guy's my type. And I was like, what, short and white? <laughs> Not really a whole lot to go off of. Um, and then one thing led to another. And we like ended back at my friend's house about midnight. So I'm with this Italian girl, 17. I'm like, right. I'm a virgin at this point, by the way. Uh, I'm like, right, I'm quids in here. This is it. Here we go. You know, this is the rocket emoji, Holly. You know, things are about yeah. to take and the off. the moon, the moon, the that's moon. Like so the yeah, moon. the moon, the su- yeah, the smirky moon. That's how I am at this point. I'm very like very whiskeyed up though. I probably had a bottle of whiskey, and I'm not a big drinker. And I'm like fucking all over the place. And I'm like, and I get back, get back to my friend's room, and then we're kissing in 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 the bed. And she's like, "Do you want it?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I do." <laughs> And then uh, I pull down my trousers and uh, I want to say that um, some Cialis Kirkham could have been uh, very <laughs> handy. A useful at, addition. At that time, because a lot of things were um, trying little, to happen on her little, part. A little brewer's droop. <laughs> and a lot of things <laughs> were not reactionary on my part. <laughs> so again, blew my luck again. So, um, you know, this was two counts of me being a virgin and messing up. Um, 
with a girl. So there you go. So yeah. hopefully you finally like... managed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did all right in the end. But, you know, uh, every story has a Broke happy ending, spell. I guess. You know, broke the seal eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hold, do you have any more questions to uh to ask the group? That was a very good one, though, Tony. Thank you for opening up our that, minds that, that was... and hearing about Kirkham's Royston activities back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is from... Yeah, the, whole, the whole Joe and Jazz toilet, everyone knew that anyway. <laughs> yeah, but thank you for confirming our suspicions. Yeah. Bro, did, you, did you know that I had no idea about this until very recently? Really? Yeah. So I'm not not very recently as in like a month ago, but maybe like the start of the year. So bearing in mind at this point, we've had a few parties together, right? Yeah. And uh I the only like I think I went, have Kirkham and Tony gone home already? And someone was like, They definitely haven't gone home. They've gone upstairs. And I was like, Why are they upstairs? And I was like, then they told me and I was like, Oh, Everything makes so much sense now. <laughs> was it not? Was it not you, or was it someone else that said they walked in on them at Emma's? Emma's. Uh, was it me? Like, someone said that it was not true. Oh, I don't think anyone walked in on oh, us. Someone, I oh. think I someone said that. Never mind. Uh, um, I don't think so. <laughs> not that I noticed. <laughs> Emma, put some put some locks on those damn doors. Yeah. It was probably Jake tripping. Yeah, there was no lock on that door, to be fair. So Yes, maybe that was it. So maybe yeah. someone did walk in. Could have could have happened. And they just like, eh, never mind. I'll come back yeah. later. Shop, <laughs> get out. Yeah. You're not meant to see it like this. Yeah. Oh hi guys, join to... chat. Yeah. Just want a hug. Kirkham, I just want, Kirkham, I just want to cuddle. Yeah. No, not now, Jop. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Okay. Mr. Off. Mr. Off. Mr. Off. If there was an amateur bodybuilding Instagram Royal Rumble, oh, who are you taking to W? Amateur bodybuilding who counts as an amateur? Like an Instagram like I think you're like favorite Instagram people, uh... you know. I like people who are Instagram that bodybuild. Okay. If everyone has a Royal Rumble, who's taking the win? Um, I mean, we could go into the logistics, Mister Off, of who enters at number one and who enters at thirty, and the real, you know, the real, the real wrestling stuff, you know. But um, let's yeah. just go off of uh, uh, our picks. Ooh, Instagram bodyboarding Royal Rum. I'd say I'd want someone who perhaps has a conditioning element, not aesthetically, mm. or uh, cardiovascularly, because. A Royal Rumble can end up being over an hour long, you know. So, well, let's be fair. Bodybuilders are all going to be shit at this because yeah. none of us have conditioning. <laughs> They'll all be tapping out, standing yeah. on the house. I am actually going to say, I'm going to say Kirkham simply because Ooh. I don't think he would last an hour. He would fall asleep, <laughs> then become dead weight, and then someone would actually try and have to deadlift him off the floor and throw him over the top rope, which I think would be pretty <laughs> impossible. <laughs> so, my answer is Kirkham. <laughs> Brilliant. I like that logic. I'm trying to think who Sleep I do. for the win. Yeah, I think I think. So is that how you have to win? You have to throw someone out yeah, of the ring. So basically, Holly, uh, every 90 seconds, uh, an, an individual will enter the ring, and you have to basically the last man standing is basically when everyone's been thrown over the top rope, and there's only one person left. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty intense. God, it's who very would... scripted, but it's pretty intense. <laughs> That's difficult. Who would be able to do that? It's it's an emotional drama, I must say. I'm sure it is. 
Uh, I'm still going to go Kirkham. I, I, I reckon Joe's listening to this going like, yeah, but guys, I did, you know, Hello, MMA on. training. Joe, <laughs> this is fake fighting, all right? Yeah. I need like gymnasts and dancers in yeah. this scenario. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Kirkham. What's going on there? Sorry, it's my Who's sister. That? Oh, hello. Yeah. Hi, Kirk. <laughs> you're on the podcast. Say hello. Can, can say she hello come on? Yeah, can, can she I come ask on? Her, her raunchy sex story. <laughs> hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> ask her. <laughs> yeah, she, I've got my pink. I've got my pink Jordans on today. She's Ooh, like, oh, you're wearing nice. the pink ones. Oh. Are you? You're my firm favorite. Are you at your parents' house? I am. Yeah. Oh, I thought it looked a bit different in the background. Yeah, that's why the uh, the background's all different. Nice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, Where were we? Royal Rumble. Sorry, it's a bit guys. chaotic in the Kirkham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we, 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 we took an advert break there. Um, yeah, I think my money's on Kirkham. I can't think of anyone else that would do it. I just That's pretty I cool, know. mate, with the yeah. whole of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a total yeah, 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 yeah. kind of Are you going like with the people you know? Yeah, people with people I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think Mr. Off would maybe come down to the final two. I think you two would have like a big hoss fight at the end. Um but I think I think you but I think he'd get bored of trying to throw you out because you're just passed out on the floor. And he'd be like, fuck this, I'm going over the top rope myself. Yeah. And then uh, I might my pick isn't necessarily going to be an exact bodybuilder because he trains. So my therapist, James Elliott, he's into the gym. He trains and everything. But he's not necessarily a bodybuilder. But he uh, has set the world record for playing the longest game of rugby sevens of, I think it was like 26 wow. hours. So if he can do that, I think he could probably win Ooh. the rumble. See, now, you've, met, now you've sparked my attention. And I'm, I'm still going to go Kirkham, right? James is a legend. Oh, he was speaking. Uh, I was talking to him on my call with him, talking about you on my call with him the other day, and he said he loved you. Yeah, he, but he also like... said he liked Andy Poole, so that's why I was a bit suspicious. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing. He's got to be polite. Yes, and to, yeah. Andy Poole's getting thrown out first. <laughs> Andy yeah. Poole wouldn't even make it. No, he wouldn't yeah. make he it in the ring in the first place. Qualifying for the yeah. rumble, <laughs> Andy, yeah. you're going to be on Sunday night heat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my money would actually, he's not necessarily a bodybuilder. If I wasn't picking Kirkham, which I totally am, would be on Ollie March on. Oh yeah. Because dude is just conditioned to fuck. Um, mm -hmm. but that would be, be, be like maybe my like smart choice, but I, yeah. I'm going with my heart here. Yeah. Go with your heart, not with your head. What's your gut telling you? The yeah. Right my place? gut's telling me Ryan, but my body's telling me March on. My mind's telling me <laughs> <laughs> my body <laughs> you started the karaoke already we're getting our voices warmed up we should do yeah. some voice warmers so everyone's ready to sing their debuts ba -doo, ba -doo, ma, ma. i am going to steal the show because i always take the solos because i demand That's them fine, huh? you ever since it. i was when i was a kid i used to go to church every sunday not because i was religious so that i could demand the solo of the choir and sing at it and i would literally be like 10 years old so Holly, it was my time to shine. The, the floor is yours. <laughs> to, to, to you I haven't sang publicly. Way. It's been ages since I sang publicly. I used to sing publicly all the time, but it's literally been like ten years. It's been a long time. You're about to go for it. Have, have yeah. you have you guys made your bets on this rumble? 
I'm sticking with James. Okay. I'm going to go. Right. So, do you know what I'm going to go with? It's a guy called his Instagram handle's Real World Tactic or something like that. Okay. This guy is a freaking machine. Like, he's built like an absolute brick shit house and he can mm. jump over cars and shit. Oh, wow. okay. Like, and he does, he, like, some, if some of his video stuff is cool because he, does, like, works with guns and everything as well. So he's, right. like, doing all this shooting shit and then rolling and then fucking jumping over cars and it's just mental. Uh, my money's on him. Okay. There you go. There you go. Off. There are our picks. Um, off, I'd actually like to know yours. So, so message, the, message the spot. Yeah, I wonder what he would say. I want to know. We need to, we need to get him on. Actually, he needs to be a. Yeah, you should. He's good crap. You. I haven't seen off since, um, Fitex last year. Yeah, we saw him at Fit Expo last week. Yeah, saw Met him. him for he the was emceeing. Did a great job emceeing. By the way, congratulations. Yeah, he's a good. He was guy. nervous. And for, I, I was chatting to him before he got. On. He was like, "Holly, I'm shitting it. I'm so terrified." I was like, "You'll be fine. You just do what you got. You do be yourself." Like, is someone who's read publicly in the last two weeks. Uh, and never done it before. Just make shit jokes, and it makes it so much. Yeah, better. or laugh he's, at yourself. That yeah, always works. He's made for that shit anyway. Yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. He's he needs to be like a game it. show host or a talk show host yes. or something on TV. Yeah. Can you imagine him like hosting Art Attack on BBC. Yeah. Here's what I made earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, the question master. We come back to you. Okay. Hang on, my phone decided to. <clears throat> Okay. He well, Mr. Off also asked me what were your highlights of Fit Expo. So that would be for me and Kirkham because obviously Joppa was unfortunately not there. Um, I wasn't there. Thank you. So Kirkham, Thank what you. were your highlights of Fit Expo? Obviously, Tony. Obviously. Getting yeah, yeah. Looked incredible. I was just shocked when she came on stage. Well, obviously not shocked because I knew she looked amazing, but she just like shone. It was yeah. incredible. She looked fucking ridiculous. My my hair is just standing up on my arms and goosebumps watching it. I think, I mean, I've said this to her before, but she off-season so well as well. She's always lean all just the time. I wish I looked like that in off-season. Yeah. It, it, trying to plough food in her is the hard bit. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was like that. I'm like, give me all the food. I'll eat yeah. everything. <laughs> it swings and roundabouts though, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, somebody finds it hard to plough food in is obviously going to struggle with an off-season and... Yeah, finds the dieting approach easier. Yeah, whereas you know, you know, someone who can plow in food nice and easy, having a bigger appetite and all the rest of it, is going to find the dieting harder because they're obviously going to experience more hunger pangs and all that. Hundred percent. Yeah, see, I do find that that's one thing I have on me. I may not be the most genetically gifted, but I can eat and I can not eat. I I can do both of those things very easily. Like dieting, I find really easy. Off season, my appetite's always high. It's mainly just like the actual idea of gaining body fat like as a female i think is right. the hardest bit to overcome but in terms of eating i, I love food so it doesn't bother me at all mine's the opposite to you in that i don't mind gaining the body fat i just find it hard to eat so much yeah like i don't mind if my body weight goes up but it's what like, would your peak oh, calories be at my the most they've ever been at was just before i went to america in november so it was around yeah, yeah it would have been november and they were at three eight which okay. for me just felt fucking like so mm. much food, um, mm. especially across four meals, just from like a work schedule point of view as well. It's harder for me to try and get five in. Yeah. So getting like three, eight across four meals, which is obviously somewhere around like 900 to a thousand calories per meal. is just That's a lot for a meal. Fucking hell. It's dreadful. Yeah. <clears throat> 
the, the moment like, they're at three two and they actually still feel like kind of lean so that's okay okay that's good um, yeah nice so, yeah balance. yeah mine got up to like three five before i dieted and i literally really? it wasn't I, it wasn't even that i was like not an appetite i just felt so heavy for, i just felt like there was food always sitting in my gut yeah. even when i woke up i felt it was still there yeah so just having a few weeks of dieting and just getting rid of that for a few weeks has been so nice i haven't i felt hungry i felt like you know, tighter in the mornings. I don't feel like stodgy and slumped and yeah. lethargic. So it's more like th- that feeling rather than like a loss of appetite that yeah. I, I don't like. Um, but yeah, my my highlight of FedExpo, obviously, it was my third ever public speaking event because yes. I was speaking on the education stage, which funnily enough, I didn't know about, <laughs> which was funny. Because I had uh, I had Darren on my podcast and we kind of said like, oh, it'd be good to get you on. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. But like, I never heard anything about it. So I just thought he was being polite. So I was yeah. like, oh, he was just saying that. And then Christian shared the Fit Expo schedule on his Instagram. So I was like, oh, I wonder who's speaking at the event. And I looked down and I'm like, oh, I am. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I messaged Darren being like, Darren, what the hell? He was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Did Mike not message you? And I was like, no, uh, but I can come so don't worry about it. So uh, I was on stage with Karen and uh, Charlie and uh, Bon Allen, I think her name is, right. uh, talking all about women in fitness, which was very cool. Obviously, last year I did, I had a whole seminar to myself, which I was terrified of. So if I if that was the same this year, I would have had a, a breakdown not being prepared for it. But this time it was like a chat, so it wasn't as bad. Um, so that was a good way to start off the weekend. And then obviously seeing Tony on stage and just seeing Tony, seeing Kirkham, seeing Brad, seeing Kerry, yeah. um, having all the tea. It's just so nice to to see everyone and and to go to these things when you're kind of nervous about going and seeing all these friendly faces and people you're close to. Like it it makes it all. Yeah. fun and like yeah. worthwhile so that no, was a really good weekend it, it was so funny at the jazz's show that i came to uh which i think was the two bros one um because we were all together but in a setting that wasn't getting absolutely trolleyed on a saturday yeah, night and, like, and it was so <laughs> funny I, but i love it because it goes to show how well we get on day to day as well yeah. because no matter what environment we're in we're all still grouping together we all still yeah. sit together on the benches and yeah you know, we all still have each other. It was a super nice day. Yeah, it was a super nice day. That Holly, was, you... Jasmine's was so good. Oh, yeah. Jasmine's show day was was really epic. Watch, we watched yeah. like drag queens but before and um, <laughs> we were singing some Whitney in the car on the way there and oh. uh, it was a good day. Oh, no, I love that. Yeah, it was such a good day. And yeah. I spent four hours, two trains, oh, yeah. a, a bus and a taxi to get there. <laughs> You had a fucking horrible. I am misreliable. I will not let anyone down. If I say I'm going to be there, I will be there. Come hell or high water. That was a hell of a day for you. It Have was. you um? Hold. Did you? I saw you put an anonymous question box up. Did you also get anonymous questions? Yeah. So the question that question about the eyelashes was anonymous. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. The other the other question which we've kind of already gone through. Good morning. Do you or the fellas have an entertaining sex story to tell? Which is oh, there you go. Similar enough. You've heard all their sex yeah. stories. Tony, so. are you sure you weren't just asking the same question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did she say fellas? Yeah. Tony <laughs> wouldn't say fellas. No, I don't say fellas either. I say guys or lads, I think. Do you know what I I never say like do you know what I always find? When people call me mate. Oh yeah, I know it's meant to be friendly, but for me, it's like some, sometimes, like if it's written, I feel a bit standoffish about it. It sounds a bit standoffish if you get me. I say, it, I think, I think, but I think in Ireland, it kind of means more like when you call someone mate, you're like taking authority a bit, and you're feeling oh. like you know, 
I, I'm controlling this conversation. Um, whereas in, in the UK, it's not like that. It's, you just have to get used to how people speak differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like when I, when I first moved here and I would say, oh, this person was giving out to me um, instead of telling me off. And people oh. would think it was something sexual when obviously it wasn't. So like you have to learn how to speak <laughs> in different dialects. Holly's like, someone gave out to me this morning. Someone's like, well done. Good on you. <laughs> Good work. Good start for the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you want when you wake up in the morning god <laughs> yeah so i had to get used to saying it a different way <laughs> did you um did you have any other questions hole uh yeah brad said any country you could re- relocate to and why ooh any country yeah. very good question i don't feel like i've been to enough countries to answer this but yeah. I do love like the way of life in Thailand. I was mm. just about to say Thailand, bro. Yeah. I've never been to Asia before. Uh, ev- everywhere I've been, like Thailand's just fucking awesome. Mm. Yeah, I've um, I said the other day, I can't remember who it was to now. Um, I said like um, being being as close to my nan as I am, and it was her her sister's funeral and things like this. Uh, she was like in this mindset of like, oh, it'd be me next, and blah 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 um and i said to someone i was like the the day my my nan goes i'm just gonna relocate for like two months like just eight weeks just go to thailand just and just live that way of life for like eight weeks just almost as an excuse to go do it um because exactly the same thing like you said that i just love the way things move there mm-hmm. just everything is just so like ah just chill yeah you know like the the gym i trained at while i was in thailand it's just you know some dude just runs a gym and just pretty chill just you just that life over there is just so like relaxing mm. so yeah thailand would be mine what about you Hob? see i'm quite happy with my life in the uk but like i am quite unhappy with my level of travel at the moment because mm. i haven't had a summer day since 2018 wow. <laughs> i'm not even joking yeah. uh, i've just had barely any time to travel what with like moving jobs competing moving countries there's been so much going on. So I would love to just have a couple of months of travel, really, or just like, you know, spending more time in different countries, maybe yeah. going interrailing. I think interrailing is a really good opportunity to see a lot of Europe at once or, you know, going across Asia or somewhere, doing a road trip somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's not necessarily I want to live anywhere else. I just want to visit more places because, you know, I work from home, so I'm not really going to be doing anything anyway. You know, I'll, st- I'll still be in this in a home. Um, yeah. But to visit places for holidays, I'd love to uh because this podcast has been a delightful hour or so now i'm gonna i'm gonna ask both of you a question to, to bring this episode to a delightful end by the way holly thank you for being such a good guest it's been oh, a blast. thank you for having me it's been lovely <clears throat> but the episode and the fun is not over yet so uh <laughs> don't you worry about question. that um <laughs> what would be and kirkham you can answer this question as well it's not not just for holly Okay. What would be your advice based on the conversations we've had today? Holly, specifically you, two of both a female and a male separately, and Kirkham, both to you and a female male separately. Your advice to any virgin listening <laughs> to this conversation today? Uh, I, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> what, like, what am I advising them on? Like, how to not be a virgin? How to make their way around the world, you know? Just, just... How to learn a few things. Just get on with it. Just, just get it done as quickly as possible. So then you Stay... can. Mm-hmm. So I was oh, listening no, to not necessarily. I was listening to a TikTok earlier, 
of a comedian called Matt Rife. Have you heard of Matt Rife? No. No. Okay. Have a look at Matt Rife. Very entertaining fella. Um, there you go, Tony. Got me saying fella now. Um, and uh, he said that if you think you're ugly, you just go bump over ugly. It's fine. So there you go. There's some advice. If, you, if you're not that high So always yourself. aim down. Solid advice. I mean, that wouldn't be my advice, but that's what he was suggesting. Yes. <laughs> like, find what your standard is and just go slightly below that, I would say. Maybe that is good advice. <laughs> well, if you just want to lose your virginity, that's fucking sound advice. Yeah. If you just want to lose your virginity, just get on Tinder and sort it out. Like, that's all you need to do these days, you know? And oh. even on dating, on dating apps these days, there's an option where... It, you can say what you're looking for. So you can say just for fun or something serious or something in between, or I don't know. So when you're flicking through, you can weed out quite quickly to be like, okay, I only want something fun. They only want something fun. That's fine. But if you want something longer term, then you're obviously not going to go for someone who just wants a bit of fun. So I think that's a good kind of addition that they have in the apps now. Or you could just put want to lose my virginity. (laughs) And there's going to be so many people out there who are like, yep, I'm going to take that. That's going to be some weird fetish that people are into, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I really want to. I um I know a guy um who I went to school with and he is um so he's gay and at school he revealed to me the other day I didn't know this until the other day he revealed to me that uh when he when he was at school he'd hop on Craigslist and meet older men in their cars. Oh wow! Oh my god! That was before Grinder. They had to yeah, do it themselves. Yeah, is, I was like I was mind blown by it. He was like, you know "Yeah, what? that's." T- that's taking initiative. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. This is what I mean. So, you know, my advice, hop on Craigslist. God. Um, but yeah. I would say keep it safer and try Grinder or something regulated rather than Craigslist because you never know. But Grinder, you know, why not? Tinder, yeah. Bumble, Hinge, Bumble. whatever you fancy. Yeah. Depends on what you're looking for. Um, I would say if you don't care about it, get it over with. If you care about it, also, don't put it on a pedestal because it's not a real thing. It's a concept. It's not like tangible. So, like, who's to say what it even is and what it it, it doesn't define you in any way? Yeah. So, if you want to get it done, get it done. But if you don't, that's fine. You will get better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you know what? That's actually really sound advice. Yeah, you? your first time will not be good. Probably. To take the <laughs> jokiness out of this situation. We're going serious with this. Yeah, shit. we're getting deep. Um. <laughs> But no, that's actually sound advice because I guarantee you, I was a fucking bag of bollocks on the first time I did it. <laughs> Literally. And now so, um, fucking stuff. <laughs> now look at you. <laughs> such a stud now. Um, we should get Katie on to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you two get in that hot tub and you feel that hand on that leg. Ooh. <laughs> I've never met her before. I need to meet her. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're on about Kate. I thought you were on about yeah. me in a hot tub. <laughs> oh, Katie. Oh, yeah, she's a lucky gal. What can I say? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kirkham actually, um, the, 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 I unfortunately am unable to review because it hasn't been trialed yet. Um, uh, I, from an anonymous sender. Save it for the next one. I'll save it for the next one. But uh, I received some Cialis today in the post from uh, an anonymous gift sender. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> um, so... I'm gonna put it to play. Katie, we have to have a world. Let me know how that goes. I will. Keep us I, will, I, will, I, will, I will. I will. Yeah. Sorry. I see the hot tub thing. I thought you were just on about the time that I was stroking Sim's leg in the hot tub, thinking it was Jake's leg. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Holly, context for this story: We're in a hot tub, right? Jake's birthday, and I'm stroking his leg, and I'm like, "You like that, Jake?" 
And he's like, bro, that's not my leg. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Mr. Steelier Girl strikes again. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. Man, I just couldn't control myself. Um, <laughs> gang, thank you uh, for listening to the Two's Company podcast. I hope we are... Uh, we did not ignite your sexual fire too much today, but if we did, thank us later. Um, a big thank you to the biomechanic herself, Holly the Savage Davage. Thank you, Holly. Thank you for having me. You can call well, me to Vaj if you want. Her playfulness, as we would describe. And uh, a big thank you to the residential Fajor for his entertaining and sexual good looks, as always. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And... I will now leave you in the graceful hands of our Lord and Saviour, Ryan Christ. Love you, bye. <laughs>